everyone and welcome back to the Trinity Lab and Collab podcast. Um, we are, we've been sent off uh, this week to do interviews with some of the other collab uh, projects and I'm joined today with two very lovely ladies, <laughs> Amy McQueen and Lottie Lester, who are part of Adventure by Discretion. Um, I'm going to hand it straight over to Amy to explain what Adventure by Discretion is. So Adventure by Discretion is a new song cycle musical based on the overall concept of Brexit. (laughs) Now, we've tried to make this piece very unbiased, so it showcases a lot of different views, perspectives of different generations, different types of people that are currently living in the UK, and their take on Brexit and what's happening. It also focuses on pre- and post-Brexit, so you'll see different timelines, so it's not in chronological order. And hopefully the overall theme will read quite clearly to everyone, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Um, and how, I mean, first question for me is, how are you guys getting on? I know that you've just started today, but yeah. how are you fighting it so far? So we, we've given ourselves a rough plan of what we want to do, but coming in this morning, we've learned to be a bit more adaptive because we've had our mentor come in and give us some really useful points onto what we need to address and what we need to look at. Because, I mean, for us, the songs are the main thing, but we need to look a lot deeper into the characters, into how we're expressing the songs. And I think that's something that we definitely need to do and pay a bit more attention to, which is what we're kind of doing this afternoon. So we've got a rough idea what we're doing. We've got different kind of aims of what we want to achieve by tomorrow. So we've been set the task of doing three full numbers, staged, amazing, looking tip-top. And then hopefully we'll go from there and do the same sort of process if that works. And uh, take it as it comes. Yeah, great. And obviously, we had a—I don't know if you've heard—but we had an interview with Joe. It was the first. Um, it was the first podcast, and he was—he said something in that about um, you can't make a musical within a week. So obviously, this is this is what this is. But you guys have been rehearsing for for a while. You guys have been writing and rehearsing yeah. for a while. So how long has that been going on for? Um, well, we originally started it way back when in the first term when we had an acting devising piece set by Helen and it was six of us, the original creative team, and we came up with this concept about doing a Brexit performance. So we wrote four songs which went really well and were received by the audience really well, I'd like to say, and we were recommended to propose a collab. So we did. And then, madly enough, it got chosen. So from the minute it got chosen, really, we started, I certainly started writing. Um, Joe got on board with the music. People started coming up with ideas. And we started rehearsals properly about just over a month ago, I'd like to say. Yeah. Um, and we got everyone involved in the project in on them. And we started doing ensemble numbers, solos. We started dishing out parts working on harmonies and all the parts that go with it um so yeah just quite a while now and you guys have been rehearsing in the Macmillan common room we <laughs> yes thanks for the piano Macmillan <laughs> and um obviously both of you were a part of the original mm. team um where did the where did the idea for Brexit actually originally come from? Well, I'll tell you what it was. (laughs) Funny story. It was on a Wednesday. We had then five days to come up with this project for Helen. 
We were sitting in the um, canteen after ATS. We're like, right, we're going to get it done. I've got my notebook, you know, I like being organised and I've got it all laid out. And we're coming up with these different things of um, wanting to, there was like the, the TV idea we had at the beginning. And we're just sat there on our phones. I'm like, right, guys, <laughs> we need to put it away. We need to come up with something. We had so many ideas that it was so hard to pinpoint what one we were going to choose. But it was after deliberation when Jacob was quite passionate about the Brexit side to it and the political side to it. So he had that idea. I had the idea of it, um, you know, the movement side being more creative and whatever. And we kind, we were just the dream team in the sense that everyone had something different that they were, that was their niche and that, you know, they were confident with. So we kind of ran with that and, um, and then it just came, came to, to be, be. And like a yeah. song a day. A song and evening, yeah. you know, within a few hours. I mean, it got to the Sunday when we were staging. We're just thinking, how on earth have we done this in these few days? <laughs> and for the listeners, I was lucky enough to be in the room <laughs> when the very first uh, six songs were showcased, and it was absolutely, absolutely fucking amazing. It was such, a, such a, such a moment. I think in the class where everybody was just going, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> like this is brilliant. Um, and obviously, so obviously that was, um, that was. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so the the name Adventure by Discretion, because obviously it's, it's about Brexit. So where did that come from? The name itself actually came from um, some of my old writing that I used to do. And it was something that I always used to write and I never knew how to use it in the right way, <laughs> shape or form. Um, and we were writing this and obviously we didn't want it to be called Brexit, the musical, because yeah. number one, it already exists, that type, <laughs> that title. And also it's a bit on the nose and it was like, we don't really want it to be called that. Yeah. Um, and we got to write in the final number, which to us is probably the most important number lyrically about our generation and their views on Brexit. And, um, as we were writing it, the chorus just came to be adventure by discretion and the meaning of it was so symbolic mm. to our generation, especially of this, we can explore and we can live our lives as we want to. And there is that element of freedom, but there's always something that does hold you back. And as a society, we are held back by politics and the whole concept of what Brexit is to our generation is it takes away a bit of our freedom because mm. we also lost that freedom because of a lot of us weren't old enough to actually vote when it happened. Yeah. So I wanted to name the final song that and then when we were performing it, bit by bit, we all looked at each other and we were like, it actually makes sense to name to the it. show after this because even though we're given different generations and different topics and different perspectives of Brexit, both positive and negative views, it fit Mm -hmm. into the whole concept of the album by giving it that title what sort of you know um things are you looking to include within it what sort of um influences do you have with it yeah so I think we want to keep it mainly minimalistic so that we don't you know we don't want all the bells mm -hmm. and whistles to be honest we're kind of just adding the choreography to be the icing on top of the cake to be honest um but we're looking at being more physical theatre um, and contact work 
um, which can look beautiful. I mean, you look at frantic assembly work like that is stunning visually and we want it to be both stunning visually and auditory um which hopefully we can achieve so you know we're using different i'm using different patterns different um layouts to create different effects i mean in the um extinction rebellion number we've got the um xr people and the um, police. So to create that relationship through movement and through the staging can be, you know, quite interesting. Um, so yeah. What is um, obviously your you guys both have your roles. What is everybody else's role within the project? Obviously, you have the original. Oh, um, the original people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm the lyricist. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe is the music. Joe Riley. Yeah, Joseph Riley <laughs> is the main MD and music. And we've been working on that from the start together. However, we have had input of all the original team. They give their input towards yeah. the music, 100%. Um, we've got Lottie, like we said, as the choreographer. <laughs> we've got Poppy, who is... She's she's always like a co-choreographer. Yeah. And also, Poppy will be incorporating her knowledge of physical theatre. Because yeah. she's very passionate about that. Um, we've got Jacob. Um, he's going to be taking on the role of director. Um, he's very passionate about what he wants to do and he's got a lot of ideas and he's coming up with montages and everything and it's very exciting and then of course we've got Alice and Alice is also Mm co-directing I'd say she's also co-MD yeah because she gives a lot of musical input because she's got a good ear for it Mm -hmm. Um, so she's taken on the role of that so she's like as we speak she's staging some numbers now and doing character work with people so it's very hands-on in terms of um, the original creative team. To be honest, we're very lucky. We've got a lot of passionate people. So the, yeah. the, the whole cast as a whole is very involved and they're all excited about creating their own characters and coming up with all yeah. these storylines and, and everything. And um, is it just MT students or are there other students? Um, we have two classical pianists. Lovely. Yeah. And there was an opera singer as well called Bea. Yeah. Absolutely. Bless her. Bless her. She's poorly. So if you're listening, mm. we miss you. <laughs> um, so... Just a question for both of you. Obviously, this is your because you're in the same situation as me. This is your first collab. So, how has the experience been so far? Exciting. It's been really exciting because it's not often that we just get to use our creative minds to create whatever we want. And I think that's such a beautiful thing to be able just to create for fun and for our own amusement and to create something that's blooming brilliant. Um, it's exciting, it's it's tiring at times, I think we can all agree, but because we're so like-minded in the fact that we're all so excited by it and we all want it to be as incredible as it can be, that makes the days go quicker and it easier and more enjoyable, I'd say. Um, so I hope we can keep that kind of moral up because by the end of the week, hopefully we'll be in a great position to show our fantastic work. Yeah, I'd probably agree to the same extent. Of, It's just been so fun to get to devise something completely honest and new and fresh and getting to work with such brilliant people who all have so much in common and this burn and passion to provide something. Um, and I think it's, it's exciting. It's obviously... It's quite stressful at times because there's a lot of work to do in such a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But I think it's very exciting to produce a piece of art and theatre that no one's seen before, which I think we can deliver by Friday yeah. with brilliant people. That is an unbiased view of something, hopefully leaving the audience very entertained. And most importantly, and I want to say, 
makes the audience feel like they don't have to choose a side. I don't want them well, to this feel Well, this was going to be my next question. What sort of what sort of impact and reaction do you actually want from audiences or, or viewers of the project? Yeah, well, my worst nightmare would be if the audience came out feeling compelled to choose mm-hmm. which side based on the songs we'd shown them, which is not the case whatsoever. It's not a judgment. It's not a go and fuck you, Brexit. It's not all against it. That's why I said it's got to be so unbiased with the numbers. So I want the audience to go in with a completely open mind and come out with an open mind in terms of I want them to see every single different perspective that there is and understand it from different generations again, different people, different styles. We've tried to incorporate different styles of music into it to show different backgrounds and we want people to relate to it as well and know that it is something so current that is literally happening like as we speak and it's been such a big part of our lives. Yeah, and adding on from that, I think obviously family members coming to view, some generations are stuck in their ways, Definitely. I think it's safe to say. So seeing a piece that has their views and different views, I just want them to think and consider and not be so closed-minded. Yeah. I think the fantastic thing about this piece is that it is it can leave the audience so open-minded so that they don't have to make their own decision. And I think that will be, you know, a, a winner for us if they can come out and go, I've considered, you know, the other opinions yeah. with this topic. Yeah. I think that theatre is, I think that theatre is one of the best ways for to, to mm. give people education and other opinions because it, it's obviously going to be wonderful if people can come, can go, can go in and watch it and come out and go, well, I never thought about that or I never thought about it in that way and learn new things and that's definitely absolutely wonderful but obviously with it being such a such a controversial like topic and being so current and obviously having so many different views and stuff how, how have you went about handling that by literally scrambling the brain <laughs> and finding every single possible character trope mm-hmm. stereotype um, and also real people and real interviews and real perspectives of brexit and putting them into songs. Um, so a bit of like verbatim. Yeah, exactly. We've got quite a bit of verbatim in it. Um, we've got numbers that are definitely more satire based. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we've got an Idol Farage number. <laughs> we've got a Theresa May number set just after her resignation. But that's something which I think people will enjoy because it's not necessarily taking the piss out of Theresa May. Mm-hmm. It's Theresa May taken back that control, um, which I really wanted to focus on. Um, which is obviously a side that people don't think of with Theresa Yeah, they don't see it very often. Um, we've got Labour for Brexit, we've got Labour against Brexit, we've got a Tory stereotype number, which does touch upon all the cliché elements. Um, we've got a Labourer's song that's sort of set in like a sea shanty mm. style. I don't know, it touches upon so many different things, really, and we're, you're never going to please everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the thing you've got to take it with. You've got to take it with a pinch of salt. You're never going to please every single person yeah. in the world because that's theatre wouldn't really exist if there wasn't opinions <laughs> or controversy <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> so we've made it a very broad spectrum, going from one end to the other completely. However, we do want the controversial element to still be there because that's where the fun is, that's where the juiciness mm-hmm. is. We want the opinions, we want people to go, I can't believe they've just put that in the lyrics, I can't believe they've just said that. Yeah. Like, we want that mm-hmm. sort of risk factor 
Mm. As much as we wanted to be safe and clean and performed brilliantly, we want that bit of danger still. Yeah. I think it's more exciting oh, yeah, to have definitely. the opinions of definitely. people. Yeah, it's like making them realise every which way. Yeah. It's like we've tried every different angle to make them feel something, and I hope one angle, you know, out of the many, will hopefully make them realise. Yeah. Um, and what do you want the actual people in your group to take away from this project? That... To be this creative is brilliant and is exciting (laughs) and that I hope we can do stuff like this again and that working as an ensemble and as a collective is so important. I think sometimes, you know, you see in the industry people get so caught up in their roles that they distance themselves from the group but it's actually when we're all together that we create the best things and hearing everyone's perspectives is so meaningful and so poignant that it's definitely necessary and definitely better off that way for sure yeah I think similar and that the importance of yes the lyrics are written yes the music's there and that's for them to have but the importance of their showing their individuality and their own creative process and interpretation of a number like it's so important to me and the team especially like we want everyone to have as much fun as possible and obviously it's it's collab it's collaborative that's the whole point of the entire mm-hmm. week um so it's to take one original stimulus and one original idea that being the song and then to see what this person can turn it into they can create a whole character arc a whole story a whole performance whether that be solo or ensemble based and i think it's so fun to have that because We've got so many people in the room with so many different opinions, so many creative ideas, which is just fantastic. So I'd want them to make the most of that and enjoy themselves as much as possible. And um, so how how stressful has the process been so far in terms of from writing to um, the choreography to what you are doing now? Because obviously... Um, I'm with you nearly every day, Amy, and yeah. uh, and Lottie, but I'm with Amy nearly every day, and I always remember you, you <laughs> over Christmas being like, I don't know when we get the collab through, I don't, I don't know whether to start writing songs or not, so yeah. how stressful was that when the minute that you heard that it was going on, and realising, oh god, I've got like two months, to, a month and a half to write this. Yeah, um, from a writing perspective, it was, it was a mixed bag, it was when it, the news finally came through it was obvious excitement and like oh it's finally happening and then obviously it was like oh shit there's a deadline now I've got to meet and I've got to meet the deadline because I need to do that in order to rehearse in order to perform um, so it was relatively stressful however the stuff I was writing didn't feel like a chore because I had so many ideas and so many concepts that I wanted to touch upon and characters who I wanted to write about for such a long time and finally got the chance to so I wrote quite a lot. I probably wrote like, I mean, we've got 13 numbers, four of them existed already. All the others I wrote within the process of just over a month, probably. Um, so it was very rushed in a sense and slightly panicked. <laughs> but with the help of everyone, like of the OG team and stuff and Joe, we just sort of bashed through it and it became a lot easier. And it was also exciting in a sense because... We were coming up with new work every yeah. day and it was very fun. So it wasn't a repetitive thing. Mm-hmm. It was new work constantly flowing and new words getting written all the yeah. time. So 
50-50, I'd say. <laughs> and Lottie, how have you find it with everything yeah. else? Well, I think for your role, I think it's a lot more stressful <laughs> than what I have to do. But I think that to choreograph uh, what you've got, I've taken what Amy has written. So it's only been recently that I've actually been able to put all my ideas together to create something mm-hmm. because we're you know things are always constantly changing different ideas yeah your 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 stuff had to come after yeah what, exactly what Amy did. but I think she Amy's right in saying it's not stressful if you enjoy it yeah so I'll just at random points in my day just be like oh I could use this for this number or whatever or I'll see something see the thing is with some of the choreography is that it's very mandatory and just ordinary day actions or whatever. So I could just be walking down the street, see someone do something, some sort of action that's an everyday thing, and I'd be like, oh, I can use that. I can create that as a motif. Mm-hmm. So it's being constantly creative and constantly thinking, what in everyday life can I use to create something that becomes a piece of theatre? And it's nice that you talk about passion because obviously. Well, I, I know personally that everybody in the group is so passionate about it, but even the fact that you guys have been rehearsing from January in the Macmillan Common Room shows that everybody's passionate about it and everybody wants this to go really, really well and really far. And obviously you've talked about bringing it to like Fringe Festival. What other plans sort of do you have for the future? Well, we honestly, it's we don't know in a certain sense of this is why collab's the perfect time yeah. to experiment it because... We could come out of this week lens, which I have no doubt will learn so many things that worked and didn't work and things that need to be altered and changed, cut, maybe completely rewritten, which... It's previews. Yeah, it's It's previews. previews. (laughs) So it's why we wanted it in collab. And if it's successful, which fingers crossed it will be, um, I think we're just going to see what go, go with the flow, really. There needs to be more numbers. There needs to be more things added for it to be a part of fringes and stuff, no matter where that be, or we just want to showcase our work. That's the main thing. So we're just going to see what opportunities come our way and hopefully we can showcase them. And did it impact you guys, obviously, performing it after we've left um, the EU? So after, no, we're currently obviously in the transition period in terms of leaving, but we have left, essentially. Did that impact it in any way or did you guys right around that or I think it became more important I think it became more like it you know we've sort of been tiptoeing around it for such a long time Mm -hmm. that as we were writing the numbers about it and stuff obviously it was still important but it wasn't actually like oh shit it's happened like Mm. it was sort of always it's going to dot 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 um suppose you're absolutely sick of it by the end (laughs) (laughs) I've learned more about Brexit than I've ever known in my entire life um (laughs) But yeah, I think it became the stakes got a bit higher. Tony Castro, Tony Castro, if you're listening, which I did ask you to at the editions, I hope that you, um, I hope that you appreciate all of your shows. <laughs> I gave him a shout out the other day. As well. I said that I'd, um, I said that I'd bring him with me on a desert island. So there you <laughs> there we go. go. <laughs> in the flesh. Um, and what's your um, personal question for you both? What's your favourite number in the show? My favourite number, it's it's a wonderful lie. And I'll tell you for why. <laughs> that rhymed, I'm a genius. Why am I the lyricist? <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you why. It's because it's so seductive, the music. And I'm so intrigued by that. As a, From a creative point of view, creating something to match. I mean, I think 
that Jack is the perfect person for Nigel Farage. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad he's joined our team because he has the flair and has the personality that the music creates. So listening to him sing it, and then when we get together as an ensemble and perform it with um, the ladies, um, I think as a whole number, that's definitely going to be my favourite. Great, and you like? Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> the perspective of writing it, it's always like, well, each one you take a little something out of. In terms of my favourite one, like, and, and actually performing it, I'm probably going to be biased and say I do love the Tory Concerto, just because... <laughs> It was one of the original four we ever wrote, and it's mine and Alice's duet, and we just have so much fun performing it, and it's such a, it is a trope one, so the stereotypes were like the most vile women you'll ever probably meet yeah. or come across, and it's so fun to play that, because mm-hmm. we're not that in real life, it's like the polar opposite, and Alice is brilliant to work with, she's so creative, and comes up with all these ideas which just make the performance even better, and we bounce off each other. Um and the audience always seems to like it, and it goes down quite well. So I'd probably say that one. Um, in terms of like a number as a whole, I'd probably say we have an NHS trio, which Lottie's a fan of. Oh, <laughs> um, um, and it's just beautiful. It's very honest and wholehearted, and it's not scream and Brexit. And I've heard it, and the music in it is beautiful. Thank and jo- Joe Riley is also a genius. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Boys! Yes. So, Danny, Olivia, and Poppy, all the credit. Like, they sound brilliant in it, and their acting is beautiful in it. They're all very talented, and I think it's one of them. It's also very clean. It's just got this lovely innocence to it, and it's beautiful to listen to. I'm going to go as far and say that. I think (laughs) it is, and I think the audience will be quite touched by it. Great. Um, Amy, just just one more thing to say. I'll just say a big shout out and thank you to Alice Hind, Joseph Riley, Woo! Jacob Coley, my fellow Lottie Lester, and Poppy Dean. We love you. That was the original team. Yes. Um, thanks so much for taking time out of your collab, <laughs> uh, out of your stressful collab to come and just chat with me. It's been lovely. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, and these two are they, these are two very talented and wonderful and lovely girls. Um, I've been Holly McConville and this has been the Jenny Love and Cola podcast. Tune in next time guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.